1: first while monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world. That ours is not a loving God. And we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, Coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. It's Jeep 4x4 season. Make your next adventure epic and hurry in now for great deals. And now, well qualified lessees get a low mileage lease on the 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xE for 389 dollars a month for 24 months with $5,399 due at signing. Tax title license extra. No security deposit required. Call 1 888 925 Jeep for details. Requires dealer contribution, a lease request or capital. Extra charge for miles over $20,000. Residency restriction supply. Take delivery by 531 23. Jeep is a registered trademark Hey everybody, welcome to the, the Geek buddies. buddies! Hey! This is our first Picard review on camera. We've also recorded uh, Picard reviewer episodes one and two, but it wasn't on camera. It's on uh, uh, the po- on our podcast feed, which you can go and listen to. If you haven't listened to our thoughts on uh, episodes one and two, you can do that right now. I am John Roca. I'm one of the writer, producers, and host of The Outlaw Nation, and one of the co-hosts of this show and the Top Ten and the Cinephiles. Anybody else?
0: Uh, I am Michael Vogel. I'm a writer and producer of animated TV shows and movies, and uh, big Star Trek Picard fan
2: and this is Shannon McClung I'm an animation writer and a television actor where you may have seen me on Silicon Valley Brooklyn Nine-Nine and the Goldbergs and becoming a Star Trek Picard fan yes. as the two episodes,
1: varying degrees of experience with Picard. Certainly, I, I was a massive uh, fan of Star Trek. Not so much the Next Generation. You were the Next Generation guy. Let me finish the sentence for you. Give me the consternation. And then, uh, and, and <laughs> waiting Shannon. to see where we were going to go. I was waiting I, to I see where know. we were going to go. But you assume the worst. The, thank you so much, you <laughs> Borg. And over here, uh, uh, Shannon McClung, who certainly is slowly becoming a Picard fan, which is great. So you got varying degrees of exposure to. Picard. I have loved this series more than the next generation. I can already say that after four episodes, for me personally. I just love the idea of Picard being his own crazy little thing. Um, but yeah, that's uh, been fun, but uh, let's let's jump into episodes 3 and 4. We're going to do it's a spoiler-filled review. So if you haven't seen episodes 3 and 4, thanks for clicking on this, but go watch them then come back and listen to our thoughts on it. Who wants to jump in first?
0: Go ahead. What are you what are you what
2: Well, do we want to talk about episode 3 then 4? Yeah, let's do that. But like I
0: okay. I actually I like I think the way we did this last time too was I'm, I like hearing what you thought of the episodes as someone who is coming fresh to this, yeah, right. uh, who doesn't have all of the background and the all the info, and then kind of filling in some gaps and talking about what we liked as well.
2: What you had assumed... R- real quick,
1: the two episodes, The End is the Beginning and Absolute Candor. Those are the ones yep. go ahead, Sarsha. Yes.
2: yes, what you had presumed about my enjoyment of the show... Ramped up precipitously in episode three, and then we started to get a little bit of action. One, we started to get to know the characters mm. more as well. But when the uh, the uh, Romulan death squad, whose whose the name is escaping me at the moment, but when they kind of uh, breach Picard's home. And yeah. we get to see, we got that first great action sequence. And I was so petrified that Zaban, is that the the, yeah. the, the male yeah. house guy? Yes. The Romulan. So, yeah, yeah. I was so petrified. I'm like, oh, please don't kill this guy. Please don't kill this guy. It was great. It
0: was a great, it was a very surprising moment for sure.
2: Yeah, really, really excellent show. I mean, I really like uh, the addition of Santiago Cabrera's uh, Rios character. Yep, yes. Um, the, uh, his uh, holographic assistance. Really, really fun idea. Now, is that something that they have done?
0: Yeah. Prior? So on Star Trek Voyager, uh, it's the uh, the EMH, the Emergency Medical Hologram, uh, played brilliantly by Robert Picardo, uh, was one of like the breakout best parts of Voyager because uh, they were thrown so far away from. Um, Federation space and they didn't have a doctor on board. So usually uh, there's a really funny moment in Star Trek first contact where Beverly Crusher says when the Borg are attacking, I never thought that I would actually use one of these. And she activates their, the, the, the enterprises uh, emergency, medical hologram and it's robert picardo yeah Yeah. um but uh in voyager because they didn't have a doctor he became like their permanent doctor and they went into the future at one point and got technology that allowed him as a hologram to be able to leave the medical bay so he was like one of the standout characters so this is definitely sort of an homage to the voyager side of things
2: yeah Yeah, super enjoyable i love that we found out what the um the break with Picard and Rafi was. Mm -hmm. One, where they were shooting that, uh, whatever that campus was supposed to be. That's College of the Canyons up in Santa Clarita, which is where I worked on The Mentalist a whole bunch. Oh, Oh, nice. It's beautiful. It's really nice. It looks (laughs) like the future. I'm like, like, I want to go there. It's super nice. When we were shooting that show, it was during the school year and they weren't, Blocking the students off, so oh. periodically you'd have students come by and look right down the barrel of the camera. <laughs> um, but what is that? It, uh, it was so, so yeah, the star of the show was not a fan of that. Yeah. Um, but then going into episode four, um, getting to meet Elnor, yeah. who
0: I have the biggest Romulan crush on Elnor. How can you not? He is so sexy. He's
2: got he's got the vibes of like a, a, a young Legolas. Yeah, yeah, Just but hotter. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. darker hair and, and sexier apparently mm. um, getting to see that action scene at the end like I wanted something longer just because I was like ooh this is we're gonna get to see this guy really really kick some ass Yeah, yeah. Um, and it just ended like that right. but it was so satisfying yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan of the show right now. I'm, I'm enjoying it.
1: Yeah, I have to say I thoroughly agree. I've been enjoying the vibe, the new characters, and the characters have been introduced at, um, timing wise, the right time every single time, and getting the backstory of them. Down the road, not necessarily right off the bat. Seeing the, there's, they all have such distinctly different personalities, right? Allison, Bill being the scientist who freaks out when that when that uh, attack is happening and he mm. in, incinerates himself. I've enjoyed her. I like uh, uh Rafi. I like the the ship's captain. Uh, I, I'm in. I enjoyed the, the the characters that came in, in in episode four. The samurai character, on all this stuff that is slow, the slowly been introduced to me in the show. I've introduced. The, I've loved the chemistry rather of everybody involved, yeah. and I love. That everybody is calling out Picard. Picard is not getting a free pass here as some kind of hero worship. I really love that. You know, the the way he gets attacked in episode two when it's like, oh, you think you can just walk on in here because you're a white male and you think you
0: deserve consists?
1: You better get your ass on out of here. I love that. You
0: added a little extra sauce to that. I don't remember that in the scene. Uh, The context is there.
1: The context. it'll be between the lines, man. And then when he goes to see Raffi, Raffi like totally calls him out on the bullshit he did because he left her high and dry. This has been he, Picard's thing in Next Generation. He will at times be so singularly focused that well, other people suffer and he expects them to just get over it.
0: Whether or not he expects them to get over it, I mean, I think one of the best lines, I think it's in episode four, Absolute yeah. Candor, uh, that I think is just a really great line as we are all going into this election this year. Uh, he says he sacrificed, he he. What was it? He says he sacrificed good in the pursuit of perfect or perfect or whatever. That's not exactly it. But this idea that he was so focused on saving all of the Romulans and doing what he wanted to do when the Romulan supernova happened, that when the Federation took that away from him, he stepped back entirely. He didn't he didn't even do anything for the Romulans that he had saved, which is really apparent. Uh, when he's on Vashti yes. in episode four. yeah, um, Seeing the older child that he'd left behind, yeah. all of that, yes. So I, I do agree with you that I do love that they're not making Picard, like, I was the right one, I was the noble one, and everyone else was wrong. Like, he's really dealing with a lot of the things that he did in his mm-hmm. past mm-hmm. when he kind of just, like, gave up and just took a step away. Like, his pride was so hurt that he stepped away, and now he's stepping back into this. I think is really, really cool. I really like Allison Pill as Dr. Gerardi yeah, I, I have. Is it, this isn't a spoiler because I don't know if it's true, but it's a, spoiler, it's a prediction. But okay. I, I really think she might be a Romulan spy. Oh, I really you
1: think she's a Romulan spy. I think spy. she might be. You don't think a housekeeper's a Romulan spy?
0: No. Those, those housekeepers are completely on Picard's side. Here's why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. A couple, she's a Romulan spy. A couple things. And I don't know. I don't know if she is. And, I, and honestly, this isn't even. I hope she's not because I like her so yeah, much. Yeah, she's so good. I think she's so kind of charming and silly, but that's almost part of it. Like when um, when Commodore O. The Romulan who's posing as a Vulcan yeah. in Starfleet comes to see her with those weird sunglasses on. Uh, you never see what is actually said. Mm-hmm, she kind of looks up and she's like, I need you to tell me about your two visits with Jean-Luc Picard. And then she shows up right after those Romulans assassins Romulan- and she shoots one of them, which is like and then she kind of throws the gun down. She's like, oh, my God. And then she's so sort of. Disarmingly goofy and kind of silly on the ship with Rios and everybody. It's like if you were going to be a. And Rafi makes a point of saying in episode three that Picard didn't vet her at all. That's right. That's right. She
1: said, Do you want me to run security on this? I guess we're just letting anybody come on the ship. So it's a good
0: point. All of those things put together make me very nervous because I actually like her so much. I don't. I, I want. I want. 100% 100% to be wrong about this, but I kind of think they're going to pull a thing where at a pivotal moment later in the season because they've already also established yeah. that Romulan's can look human. Yeah. Uh with the woman who's looking who's working the, the Romulan who's working for Commodore O who's posing uh as a Starfleet officer. Right, right. So it's already there. That it can be right in front of our face And we won't see it So I'm super nervous That Allison Pill is a Romulan
1: I think I'll split the difference And say she might be a Federation spy But not a Romulan yeah. spy She might have been in, Well employ- that, That's what I would think that, that more she has,
0: she has a hidden agenda yes. except that Except unless she's If she's working for Commodore O Yeah 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 Which she may or may not be Like this is all just conjecture But if she's working for Commodore O She's a Romulan spy Because Commodore O's a Romulan Right but A Romulan spy in Starfleet She may
1: not know that she's Correct. a Romulan yes. And that's where I think The Federation situation might be uh, Correct Yeah
0: So that makes me really nervous okay. um, um, but agree with everything you said. Also, oh, go ahead.
2: Oh, I was going to say, if she's for the Federation, she, the Federation is keeping tabs on Picard. Yes, Yeah. Okay. which
0: makes so much sense. A um, couple other things. On the Borg Cube, well, everything was happening with this. So Picard yeah. sort of uh, getting back in touch with Rafi, going to meet Rios, yeah. the team getting together to go off uh, to find uh, Bruce Maddox on Free Cloud, yeah. wherever that is, whatever that is. Uh, meanwhile, on the Borg Cube... Uh, in episode three, we got introduced to Hugh, yeah, um, a Borg from the classic Star Trek episode "I Borg" by the same and the same actor, same actor back to play, which is great. Uh, I was watching it with a buddy of mine who did not know that he was going to be on the show, ah. and before they even said his name, he was like, "Is that Hugh?" <laughs> and he just recognized him from the voice because right. he was such a Star Trek: The Next Generation fan. Uh, so Hugh, as most Star Trek fans know, like one of the first Borg uh, to be separated from the collective. Yeah by the Enterprise crew.
1: Whoa! The hell was that? That's you breaking the chair. Jesus!
0: Sorry. No more, uh, no more candy before the show. <laughs> keep, 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 um, keep making
1: jokes about the Romulan guy. But, uh,
0: <laughs> but so, so interesting between between him being introduced in episode three, and then of course like the big ending of episode four, Jerry Ryan returning as Seven of Nine. Yeah, right. Uh, awesome, awesome scene. Another one of the most famous Borg to be separated from the collective. Right. Great points. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting to see what's going on with the Borg. Like why. Why are they, what, what is going on with these Borg? How did Hugh, cause at the end of I Borg, Hugh was kind of put assimilated back into the collective. Yeah. So what happened between then and now, where are the Borg at, uh, what's going on with them and why the Romulans are, uh, taking these Borg that have been separated from the collective and sort of bringing them back, particularly all the Romulans, because that led into the whole scene with, um, Soji. Yeah. And the Romulan woman, Ramda? Ron- yeah, Ramda. Ramda, Ramda? Yeah. Uh, who was a very famous sort of Romulan philosopher before she was assimilated who kind of freaked out with her little mystical cards and was speaking of this Romulan prophecy about this destroyer that was going to unshackle the demons, which very much seems like what they are doing to the Borg right now. So a lot of really interesting, like, what's going on with Romulans and the Borg and their backstory. I even read somewhere online, it might have been Screen Rant, um, some people thinking that the Romulans may have even originally created the Borg. Wow. So a lot and, of and that may explain their why they have this prophecy in their to, aversion
1: to uh, anything oh. symbiote. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, wow. man, that's pretty cool.
0: So, yeah, a lot of really cool stuff. Ah. Uh, and, and yeah, to your point, Shannon, these third episode three and four definitely like stepped up the action mm. in a major way. Mm.
2: Yeah. 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 No, I was, no, I was just going to say super satisfying, and I loved after they been back on the ship. After this kid saves Picard's life, yeah. that guy was going to kill him, and Picard immediately dresses him down. Yeah, like, dude, you you should not have killed that man.
1: These are the things about Picard that frustrate me all the time. He, is, but he wasn't wrong. He's selectively when he he's selectively uh, principled, and selectively unprincipled when he comes to himself. Well. I don't think he was wrong in what he said to sure, him. Sure, he's never Elinor, though.
2: wrong in what he said. But what was the better option there, letting this letting this angry Romulan just gut him? Yeah. Well, he
0: could have defended Picard without killing the guy because that Romulan as angry as he was and I think this is why the writers had Picard say this. It's like hmm. that Romulan who I believe used to be some kind of government official. Yeah, yeah. some yeah. sort of diplomat, I think. As you pointed out, yeah, rightly so, Picard kind of left these guys high and dry. True. The Romulans have not had, the Romulans who survived the supernova have not had a good run. Like Vashti is not a safe place. And Picard, who came promising all these things the Federation was going to do, when the Federation said they weren't going to go all the way, he never went back there. He never still continued. So this Romulans gripe with Picard. Mm -hmm kind of valid well it also but it also you're in a roundabout
1: way your argument also forgives the kid because the kid didn't have picard there to guide him since he was younger Fair. which is what had been promised so in essence the kid killing that guy is indirectly picard's fault yeah if you want to look at it all the if you want to stretch it all out you can make that case it may not be a successful case but you can make that case
0: i i'm really yeah i'm really excited i went back um last week i was so ex- i i after episode three and seeing Hugh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as the Borg, I went back and I rewatched "I Borg" uh, the Star Trek oh, episode. Yeah, I episode. ended up going back and watching the "Locutus of Borg" the, ep- the two parters where they turn where the Borg turned Picard in mm-hmm. uh, to Locutus of Borg. And then, because I knew Jerry Ryan was coming on in episode four, I jumped over to Voyager. And I've started going through all the seven of nine episodes. Mm. So, for anyone who's interested who is enjoying Picard like Shannon but doesn't know everything, uh, I believe it's the season three finale into the season four premiere. It might be wrong, but if you go on netflix or cbs all access i think has all the episodes it's yeah. scorpion episodes one and two are the origin story for seven of nine and i think the episode directly following it is called the gift that is, explains how seven of nine sort of went from being borg to being what she became yeah and then there's a bunch of lists online that list all of the seven of nine centric episodes of voyager or the top 10 seven of nine episodes and it's really good to watch them yeah. because she was such a great character and so cool and a lot of them really do feature the borger featured a ton in star Voyager because they actually had to go fly through Borg space and there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, So all that to say seven of nine coming onto the show I I literally cannot wait for this week's episode to see what's been going on with her what she's been doing um, and just seeing how they're taking the Romulans and the Borg and what reveals because I think on the Picard side of things, it's a great adventure and they've created a really dynamic, fun crew that is much more uh, combative than than had he been there with Geordi and Riker and everybody. So there's a lot of really interesting new characters and watching how they go on the main adventure is going to be great. But what happens with the Romulans and the Borg and however they are Deepening the mythology Mm -hmm. around these aliens and what's going on, that's going to have ramifications and reverberations through the Star Trek universe for years to come.
1: Right. Plus, everybody who is um, pretending to be other things throughout this whole thing, all these, all these. Uh, double cross, triple cross, spies, whatever. You know the, the the Romulan that's on the ship. Now there's questions about whether he's falling in love with the the, the other sister, Soji. Uh, Soji. Uh, whether he's falling in love with Soji. Now he's being questioned by his sister, who is a spy as well, obviously. So there's a lot of stuff that's moving all around. A lot of moving pieces here that keep you interested and excited to see what's coming up next. And I love the intrigue of the entire show and- right now because you don't know where it's going to go.
0: And there's also the question hanging over all of this, which is what happened to the synths on Mars right. when they destroyed uh, the the shipyards. Yeah. Uh, and there's a strong uh, suspicion, I think particularly with Rafi, that the Romulans might have destroyed the shipyards or a, fa- a faction of the Romulans may have destroyed the shipyards to prevent the Federation from saving them for yeah, some reason. Yeah. So a lot of really interest. again, to your point, it's yeah. like intrigue. Usually when a show has intrigue on top of intrigue and characters changing things and whatever, it can get a little much. Mm-hmm. So far, it has just made everything more interesting and dynamic to me at least. In the
1: mythology it totally works because you can go back and find old episodes of the Romulans not using any artificial uh, intelligence technology at all in the original series. And in the next generation, so th- it all tracks well, in that way.
0: There wasn't a lot of artificial intelligence in the next generation. Data was it. <laughs> I mean, nobody. No, was- no, no.
1: Data was a unique artificial intelligent human being. There were other artificial intelligent things. He was unique because he was more the most human of them all, which is why Maddox wanted to go back, having just seen Measure of Man, which is why Maddox wanted to go back and take him apart to figure out why he was this way
0: what other ai was there during the next generation AI? i don't
1: know i'm not as knee deep into things as you as some other people are okay any of our audience, if yeah, you I'm to sure. Know the
2: answer to this question, I'm sure, in the comment section in. below. Yeah, <laughs> let me
1: let us know for God's sakes. I mean, the Borg is ex, is essentially AI to the nth well, degree.
0: Borg so is must have Borg been... is biology fused with technology. I think right. the thing that made Data unique is that his positronic brain allowed him to function and have his own thoughts and feelings, well, and which I'm made saying. him AI. Yeah. Whereas anything else in Star Trek, any like they don't they don't really have droids the way Star Wars does, yeah, yeah. but uh there were no other sort of purely cybernetic life forms. Right. And his positronic brain in to your point with Bruce Maddox and measure of a man, he wanted to take data apart to study the positronic brain because he wanted to be able to copy it. And the issue there was that if he wasn't able to, he was saying to data, I'm going to download your memories and your, and I can store it over here. And data was like, I don't think you can. And if you don't, if you're not able to put me back together... Yeah, you don't get to do this. There's no one else. There's nothing right. else. I
1: loved his response to Picard. I know we're jumping in a little bit into Measure of Man when he said, well, Geordi has better eyes than most human beings. Shouldn't human beings' eyes get gouged out and replaced by those things that Geordi has? And Picard's like... Again, I don't think Data said gouged
0: out. You put, well, a, little, you know, put a little sauce on that yeah, one, yeah, too. Sure. But, uh, well,
1: Picard's reaction looked like he said gouged out. Yeah, Picard yeah, yeah. was pissed. He goes, you're dismissed. You're dismissed. I mean, a car doesn't like to be challenged, uh, um, um, but no, no, but but the Romulans. I guess I should go. The Romulans flip on switches when they walk right. into rooms. That's what I mean. Right. They don't trust anything that's technology based. So it tracks throughout, and so uh, we'll see what that how that plays out. And dude, you put a real thing in my head to this idea that Romulans created the Borg. That would be fascinating. I mean, I, yeah, I think I happens. believe
0: I read it on Screen Rant. I uh, I don't know that that's true I love or it. not, but. The I relationship between the Romulans, because like it doesn't make—I mean, like that is kind of one of those big questions as a Star Trek fan. You're like, what the fuck are the Romulans even doing with this Borg cube? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, aside from I think so, and 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 there's also because whatever the Romulans are doing with this Borg cube is what the Romulans want to do with it. And then there's Hugh, as a re, as a uh, like is it a healed Borg yeah, or yeah. a post uh, you know post assimilated Borg running this entire program for the romulans but clearly not agreeing with the way the romulans are handling everything and that hugh is very much more on board with soji who is sympathetic to the borg and so there's a whole sort of everyone's on that cube with sort of different intentions which i find really interesting Mm -hmm. uh and then again like i said throwing seven of nine into the mix it's like well shit yeah (laughs) what do you got to say
2: yeah i don't i mean i know that Jerry Ryan plays a character named Seven of Nine Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that she was in Voyager um, I was still happy to see her at the end yes that was sad yes. I read an
0: interview with her uh, this was interesting uh, then we can wrap it up I guess but like uh, unless you have more to say because no, you're the boss no, uh, <laughs> you you're the boss <laughs> <laughs> you're the boss we're all the boss here it's the hey. Geek Buddies
1: not Roga
2: and the Geek Buddies we on
0: Outlaw Nation hey. right Please. now I know Please. where my bread is <laughs> buttered <laughs> it's
2: not, not the Geek Buddies and the fantabulous emancipation of John, of, of John Roga, John Roga right? <laughs> of the Outlaw
0: um Jerry Ryan, Jerry Ryan kind of um yeah. she she panicked when she came on set for Picard when she read the script. Uh, sure. Because um Seven of Nine, and if you watch she she Seven of Nine was very much in a lot of ways the data yes. of Voyager. She was a, a Borg who had been separated from the collective, but was having to relearn how to be human, basically. Um, and she had a very specific way of speaking. She had a very sp- specific way of acting. And when she read the first, I'm assuming not the just the line from episode four, but like this episode five script, and she read the dialogue, it was not, this is not the same seven of nine from those episodes of Voyager. Right. This is not this very dry, non-emotive uh kind of person her character is developed. Yeah. developed and there was a lot of like well where how did I develop where did you know there's a lot of questions about it um and I believe she said it was either Jonathan Frakes who I think directed these ep- directed a yeah. couple episodes or the actor who played Hugh I can't remember exactly but one of them said it might have been the actor who played Hugh kind of said well the what that 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 she should think of it as seven of nine is still seven of nine, but she has become better at acting human.: Yeah, and that really helped her figure it out. But I mean, it was an interesting thing. I mean, again, that's why I'm excited to see this week's episode mm-hmm. to get a lot more of her and see what's been going on.: that's
1: A challenging note. Uh, true. <laughs> that's very true. And as this thing goes along, I think we're gonna get data back at some point down the Oh yeah. I think some version of data, I don't mean data himself, but I mean his visions that Picard has been having. I think they will increase as they yeah. or the data visions might come back or increase. As they come closer, because right now they introduced the twins, but the twins are living completely separate lives well, in different places. Well, and they haven't brought well, one of them. One of them's dead.
0: Well, right. Fair point. OK. Uh, uh, is that what the mom thing
1: lived a separate life. I do think uh, sorry, lived I think that life. mom,
0: I think that I think that that mom might she, be A.I. She's, programmed. she's, programmed. she's, programmed. Programmed. Yeah, she's yeah, a program. She's a program, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a program. But they did say uh, both of the Romulan who's sleeping with Soji, I can't remember his name, and his sister. Yeah. Narek. Narek. Yeah, thank you. So Narek and his sister have both referenced they need Soji to lead them to the others. Yeah. So I think, th- I mean, like whatever Maddox was doing, there might be an entire colony. Colony right. yeah. of Dodge and Sojis, or yeah. you
1: know what I mean. So I, that's that, that's going to be interesting too. <sighs> that's a warrior race, if I ever heard of it. Yeah, all right. That's why you get a samurai on your hands. All right, there you go. That's our uh, spoiler-filled be- review of the last two episodes of. Uh, what, what's, what did I say? So I need
0: to, I need to get me a samurai like I that. Know.
1: He's swooning. No, he's Roman right samurai. <laughs> <is it laughs> <a Romulan laughs> samurai. Yeah.
0: Beam That'd me be- up.
2: <laughs> all, right. all
1: right. Don't objectify the Romulan. <laughs> That's the last thing he wants. Uh, anyway, thanks everybody for watching the spoiler-filled episode of uh, uh, the Geek Buddies for Picard episodes three and four. Please make sure you like and share this social media. Uh, I'm sorry, like and share this on your social media. Retweet it. Put it out there for people to uh, enjoy and watch and or listen to. If you're just going to retweet the podcast feed, because we want to keep more and more people coming into the fold here on the Geek Buddy under the Geek Buddies tent on the Outlaw Nation Network, it will be great.
2: Yeah. So if you'd like to follow us on social media on Twitter, it's at geek underscore buddies on Instagram at the underscore geek underscore buddies. If you'd like to follow me on social media on Twitter, it's at Shannon underscore McClung on Instagram at Shannon the Geek Buddy. If you'd like to follow Mr. Vogel, it's at MK Tune. If you'd like to follow Mr. Roca, it's at the Roka says.
0: Uh, hey, listen, guys. Resistance is futile Oh no Uh, We want to assimilate As many people as we can Into our collective And we need your help To do that (laughs) Uh, So leave us some comments Right here If you're watching Or if you're listening On Spotify iTunes Anchor uh, Give us ratings Give us comments Retweet us uh, Tell people to check us out Uh, The more people That engage With us uh, The longer uh, This mission To explore strange new worlds And seek out new life And civilization Will last (laughs)
1: All right, and on that (laughs) note, please remember to hit subscribe on the YouTube channel as well if you haven't done that as well. I'd appreciate it. All right, we'll talk to you next time on another episode of The The Geek Buddies!
0: Buddies.
1: Hey! Hey! Bacad.